Startup Life Hacks, episode 13. Big believer in the law of attraction and, and the way that your thoughts alter your actions and ultimately your actions kind of alter your, your habits and then your habits kind of go into your character and your character ultimately influences your destiny. Welcome. Welcome to Startup Life Hacks. Ever wondered if you have what it takes to start a business? Join us as we share with you inspiring stories from these amazing entrepreneurs. Let their journeys bring you one step closer to achieving success. And now, here's your host, Romel Cabal. What is up, Hacker Nation? This is Romel Cabal, your favorite host, and I'm excited to introduce you to our next guest, Tyler Norris. Tyler is a student entrepreneur from the University of San Diego. He is the founder and CEO at Solar Carts, an awesome solar-powered food cart franchise with a big vision. His company recently made it through the final round of Oxygen Network's startup program, Quit Your Day Job, and will be broadcasted on national TV sometime early 2016. Tyler, there's a lot of cool stuff happening with you right now. So tell us a little bit more about your personal life as well as your business. Yeah. Hey, Ramal. Thanks for having me on. Um, yeah. So it's kind of been a last crazy last couple months, you know, getting into the into the startup uh, world and, and kind of creating creating my vision and, uh, you know, making some things happen. Um, a little bit about me. I'm from an island uh, just north of Seattle called Whidbey Island in the beautiful Pacific Northwest. Um, so I grew up there and, um, kind of spent zero to 18 up there and then, and then made a journey down here to San Diego, kind of packed my Jeep and took off all in about two weeks. Um, and so I bounced around with the Mesa college and then ended up at, uh, the university of San Diego. Um, so that's kind of the, you know, kind of been the journey. And then along with that, it's been kind of, you know, figuring out what I want to do, uh, with my life and, and what my purpose is and, and kind of seeing, uh, how to direct things in a, in a positive direction. And that's interesting that you say from Whidbey Island because I actually spent a few years at Bremerton, Washington. Oh, no way. Bremerton. Yeah. Right across the way. The right. Military or? Well, because my dad works at PCNS. So. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah. I spent a few years over there. Yeah. Because Bremerton's very like military. I think they got a couple aircraft carriers over there and whatnot. Right. Yeah. Nice. Man. Yeah. So that's pretty crazy. <laughs> Northwest. What's up? <laughs> what? what? Yeah. Here at Startup Life Hacks, we like to concentrate on the journey of the entrepreneur. Yeah. Because each person has their own unique path that brought them to where they're out today. Mm-hmm. So what was your upbringing like? What was your professional and personal history that makes you perfect for what you're doing right now? Yeah, so upbringing, I mean, a pretty, pretty much normal childhood. Um, I, you know, the island is a cool place that it's a small community um, and, and there's a whole lot of love. You know, I grew up in a single parent household um, and, you know, didn't have a lot of money, didn't have a lot of uh, material things necessarily, but uh, had a lot of love and a lot of, a lot of inspiring people and a lot of um, cool things in my life. So that was kind of the upbringing and, and, um, what led me to be the person I am today. And, um, what was the second part? <laughs> <laughs> or what was your, uh, professional history that made you perfect for what you're doing right now? Yeah. Professional history. Um, you know, it was kind of figuring out, uh, what I was, you know, what, what really kind of finding my purpose was, uh, you know, I came down here to San Diego and, and got a job as a valet and then, uh, you know, kind of got my feet wet in the working world a little bit. And then, uh, got a job at Rubicon Deli, which is a really good deli down here in San Diego, and then uh, worked at the Apple Store um, as a specialist. And it was kind of in in the Apple Store that I realized, you know, um, rather than working for one empire, why not build my own? 
Um, and so that's kind of the, been the concept is, is kind of to go out and do my own thing. So was there anyone that kind of mentored you to, to drive you towards this business route? Um, you know, it's mainly kind of through entrepreneurship. It's been my parents, actually, both my parents were entrepreneurs, um, and have, have dabbled in business and created their own businesses and, and really gone out on a limb, uh, since I was a little kid. So I would say probably, yeah, my, my parents been a big, big kind of just influencer and, and positive motivation for me to, um, you know, kind of go out on a limb and do my own thing. What are your favorite hobbies? I mean, we're human, right? So <laughs> yeah, um, favorite hobbies, man. You just can't beat San Diego. I love the beach. Um, love, love to read, love to do yoga, meditate, um, uh, all the above. I mean, there's, there's so much stuff going on with friends. Um, you know, San Diego is, is, is just the ultimate place in the world. I feel like it's the best city in America, the finest city they say. So I kind of just use, use the city's attributes and, and the good people that are around me and just spreading positive vibes really. <laughs> yeah. I mean, if you're not from San Diego and you don't know how to surf or even do yoga, then you need to get out. <laughs> yeah. You, you need to get out or you'll, you'll figure it out. I'm sure the universe will bring it into your life if you want it to. Right. Yeah. <laughs> We're now going to concentrate on how this business got started, yep. and maybe some of our listeners can use the same tactics if they start their own venture. So how are you able to fund your business? Um, so yeah, so yeah, the funding part was kind of interesting for me was um, while I, or right when I had quit Apple, um, I had dabbled in um, flipping vintage trailers. So like when you see, you know, shows where these guys are, you know, flipping cars and flipping antiques or like kind of Pawn Stars type stuff, like that was real life me. Um, you know, I was going to school by day and then going up to Encinitas and driving out to El Cajon to look at these old 1970s, 60s Shastas, Aristocrats, Lowliners, uh, these old vintage trailers. What I'd do is I'd buy them, um, you know, that were in decent shape. Um, these are old 1950s, 60s, 70s, I might add, but um, buying them and then basically putting them at a storage unit facility and kind of uh, renovating them and restoring them and then uh, flipping them on Craigslist. And so it's kind of a unique way to go about it, but uh, it worked out. And, you know, a few trailers later, I was I was making food carts. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you're making a treasure out of someone else's trash. So that's the idea. I mean, buy low, sell high, right? Right. <laughs> now, did you have any partners when you're doing this? Uh, no, so that was pretty much my own, my own thing was, was just kind of doing that on the side and it allowed me to kind of, you know, really when I, when I started the, the company and a little bit more about the company is, you know, I, I knew that I wanted to do my own thing, but I didn't know what it was going to be. I didn't know what it was going to transpire into. So I kind of just quit my, quit my job at the Apple store and, uh, bought a food cart two weeks later. And, um, that was kind of the, the, the concept was that I wanted something that I could do on the weekends that I could do during the week, uh, that was like, you know, very simplistic that I could be kind of a self operation, you know, do day to day self operations and, uh, make a living and using my own knowledge and whatnot. So tell me more about solar carts, like the solar powered part. What is that? So essentially what, um, what I designed was, you know, we, we had this food cart and I was deciding, okay, what do we want to do? We want to do hot dogs? Do you want to do pretzels? Do you want to do, what do you want to do? And, and it kind of, uh, pushed me into thinking healthy, thinking eco-friendly. Um, and so what I designed was a, the, the first hundred percent solar efficient food cart here on the West coast. Um, and what it allow what it does is it, we have a 150 monocrystalline, um, solar panel on top of a traditional kind of trailer. And then, uh, basically it goes to a charge controller and then the batteries. And then we have, uh, two kind of low amperage freezers. So it's a really energy efficient, um, cart essentially that keeps everything chilled by the sun, if you will. Hmm. Yeah. Interesting. 
So when you when you look at like you know the food business in general, um, usually you know most people are like it's a headache because it is. Uh, you know if you if you go into the food industry, there's a lot that goes into it. It's a lot of work. Um, you know it's typically lower margins, um, and it's kind of a, a pain. So the the concept for me was I wanted to create something that uh, was incredibly simplistic, where I could be you know in college and still have a really busy life, and then on the side have this cool little thing that I could basically roll out in the sun and make money. So. You know, we we do uh, acai bowls, cold pressed juice, and cold brew coffee. Um, and so, kind of around that, it's uh, prepackaged and mobile on the go. So we're solar powered, so we're we're basically zero zero um, cash to operate. Uh, so we don't spend any money on dry ice, propane, gasoline, and then prepackaged, um, frozen. So we have 100% inventory control, so we don't waste anything. Um, so you know, you don't make 100 donuts and only sell five and throw out 95. You know, everything we make, we sell. And then, um, you know, we're mobile, so we're able to go to high, densely populated areas. And so really low overhead, you know, mobile, solar powered. It really creates this eco-friendly, really simplistic food operation um, that's uh, really profitable. Wow, that sounds really interesting. Yeah. Describe a moment during your startup that you felt like giving up. What was it that kept you going and who and what motivated you to keep trying? Um, when I felt like giving up, man. Uh, you know, there was a lot... A lot before everything kind of got hectic where I was like, did I make the wrong decision? You know, it was, um, it was, you know, I was working at the Apple store and, you know, the Apple store is a really good place to work. You get, a, a, you know, benefits, stock options, uh, a decent, really good wage, uh, you know, discounts on Apple products. And then it was kind of like, I quit that and just completely went out on my own. And, and that's when it really got tough was kind of figuring out, you know, did I make the wrong decision? Uh, you know, I knew that, you know, once I jumped a big, a big net would catch me. It's kind of one of my philosophies is that every time, you know, you take a big risk, just have faith that a bigger net is going to kind of come underneath you. Um, and so that was kind of, you know, me wondering, did I make the wrong decision? But then also, you know, I know everything's going to work out. Keep the good vibes and um, stick to your intuition and it'll guide you. And Hacker Nation, this is probably where you're at in your journey right now. Like you're kind of struggling to make that leap into entrepreneurship and just know at the very end, you're going to have that big net to catch you. Absolutely, man. It's, you know, and that it's just, that is so the, the philosophy is just know that it'll work out. Uh, keep grinding and, and keep letting things, uh, you know, come into your life. Don't try and force anything. It's like the, you know, I'm a big believer in the law of attraction and in the way that your thoughts alter your actions and ultimately your actions kind of alter your, your habits. And then your habits kind of go into your character and your character ultimately influences your destiny. And so it, it all thoughts with the, it all starts with a positive thought and then it just kind of spirals from there. Exactly. Now tell us a story about a great success you've had as an entrepreneur. Um, great success as an entrepreneur so far has um, definitely been, you know, landed on a on a TV show. Um, we also locked down a, a pretty cool spot for the cart over the summer, which was uh, down at Belmont Park right next to the Wave House. Um, so kind of those two things, just since you know the, everything happened pretty much from May to to August, May to July essentially, um, and those are kind of the, the the big steps that have really. Uh, created this the, the ball to really get rolling. Now, where do you see um, solar cards five years from now? So five years from now, that's a good question. Um, you know, one big part of of this is is to empower entrepreneurs and to um, spread good vibes. And so, one of the things that we've developed is kind of a, a college franchise model where. Essentially, we give a cart to a college campus and let students run it independently. Um, and then they can basically take a percentage of the profits for themselves. 
Um, so it allows you to you know, work less days, pay off your student loans um, while you're earning a higher wage and, and uh, kind of change, change, the, change the landscape. So in five years, you know, I'd love to see um, a solar card at you know, probably 100 different universities across America. Now, we're going to have a little bit of fun right now. Right. We are now entering the favorite, the superhero round. Oh. Now, I'm a huge fan of superheroes, and we all kind of imagine what it would be like to have these incredible superpowers. So what is your entrepreneurial superpower? In other words, what is your greatest strength? Man, that's a toughie. Um, but I would have to say it's, uh, it's good vibes. And it's like a, you know, it's a literal superpower. Um, if you can kind of harness good vibes and, and stay present and keep a positive thought um, throughout when stuff gets tough and just know that it's a part of a journey, I think that's kind of the, the biggest superpower anyone can have. And I think it's, it's my biggest superpower is, is staying positive and, and just looking at things with good vibes and mentality. And you just really become like a, a huge magnet, like when you become positive, because people are attracted to you. People want to work with you because you're so positive and you want to think great things about life. Absolutely. I mean, the, it's all about influencing people. You know, as if if you have the power to, um, you know, kind of change someone's paradigm, uh, I think that it can work to your benefit uh, a lot of, lot of times. Mm -hmm. Now, what is your kryptonite? Kryptonite, man. Um you know, I would say I'm a, I'm a terrible multitasker for the most part. Um, you know, I kind of, I try and go bulls to the wall, as we say, because um, we sell acai bowls, bulls to the wall in one direction. Um, and, it, and I can never do two things at once. So <laughs> I would say that would be my, my biggest kind of kryptonite. Now, if you have any superpower, what would it be and why? Um, legit superpower, man. It would be to... Um, stop time i think <laughs> if i could stop time <laughs> and clean my house and clean my garage and my car and get a bunch of work done uh i would just that would be huge so it would definitely be to just pause time for a second and live in the present to the nth degree <laughs> <laughs> i mean stop time or even like rewind time you know yeah rewind time fix, fix a mistake yeah well i never i never really try and you know beat myself up about the past too much but yeah it, would, it would, wouldn't be a bad thing i'd say <laughs> <laughs> now we're now answering the final questions in the interview and these are really the tools that you would recommend that would help our listeners rise to their feet and get started so share an internet resource or app that you use daily and would recommend to our listeners i would say you know i have this app it's, it sounds a little corny but it's called the daily quote and it uh it just generates a, a quote every day from some of the you know prominent people throughout the world that have ever lived on the earth and uh, it's just, it, it's kind of one of those things where I check it in the morning and I just go, okay, what's the quote today? So um, check that out, download it. It's great. I'll read the, the one today. It was true character is revealed in the choices a human being makes under pressure. The greater the pressure, the deeper the revelation. The truer the choice to the character's essential nature by Robert McGee. So it's like those kind of things that you, you wake up and you're like, you might not want to get up. You might not want to do whatever you got to do that day, but check out the daily quote and it's like, all right, good vibes. I'm down. Yeah, I mean, it's like a pick-me-up for the day. Like, you wake up and then you're just extra motivated because you hear that quote. Absolutely. So name one book that you would recommend to our listeners. One book? Um, one of the books that kind of changed my paradigm when I first moved to San Diego, and I think a lot of people probably read this, but it's um, How to Win Friends and Influence People. Um, it's such a good book for just kind of the basics of, uh, how to influence people and, and really just kind of life basics, if you will, even from stuff to just like remembering people's names and, um, you know, small kind of life hacks like, like you talk about. Uh, I think that's a, that's a huge one to check out. 
so for people who want to start their own businesses, what are a few key pieces of advice that you would give? Um, key piece of advice I would say is have a vision, um, be persistent, prior plan, and um, stay positive. Absolutely, and, and surround yourself with good people as well. You know, it, it's really teamwork makes the the dream work for sure. Um, so have people that you know you can brainstorm with, and people that you trust, and people that are a positive influence on on your life. Now give our listeners one action step that they could do right now to get started. Uh, just do it. You know, not to steal Nike's Nike's deal, but just do it. I mean, I think that's the biggest thing for millennials in in, in general uh, and and young people is is you know the taking that that first action step. I think that's the biggest thing is like we we get so caught up in what's safe and we have so much fear that surrounds our life. I feel like and it's it's really like once you take that big jump, just know that a net is going to catch you and and go out and do it and uh, don't look back. Now, what is the best way they can follow you? I mean, you got a lot of stuff going on, so uh, best way to follow you know we we got a social media. Uh, we're on Instagram. We're on Twitter. Um, you can add me my personal account if you want. I'm 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 not the biggest uh, online guy, but uh, check me out on there. And then of course, you know, check out the TV show when it comes out here in January, February, um, and watch the watch the real fireworks go. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. So thank you, Tyler, for being a guest on my show. We appreciate your time and wisdom. But here at Startup Life Hacks, we have a saying to help motivate our listeners who are on this entrepreneur journey. That it's okay to fail and it's okay to struggle. So let's close by reminding Hacker Nation what our motto is and say it with extreme enthusiasm. Be positive and keep grinding. Yeah. There you go. I love it. <laughs> Thanks, man. All right. Thank you. Have a great one. All right, man. You too. Thank you so much for joining me today on Startup Life Hacks. To see how to get in touch with Tyler as well as the resources he recommended, navigate over to the show notes page at startuplifehacks.com slash Tyler Norris. But before we close, I'd like to go over some key takeaways and lessons learned from this interview. Making that leap is probably one of the hardest moments an entrepreneur makes. Once you've been programmed into the simple day-to-day lives with a comfortable job, benefits, I get it, it's hard. Just trust that a huge net will catch you on the other end. And if you're still scared, do something on the side to get your feet wet. This is exactly what Tyler did when he got his hands dirty in the weekends flipping vintage trailers. And now he runs a food cart business. So Hacker Nation, find your vintage trailer, do what you love, provide value, and the rest will fall into place. Let me know what you think about this comment, what it means to you, and if you like what we're doing, show some love by giving a rating and review on iTunes. We read every review, and it tells us if we're moving in the right direction. It also allows this podcast to grow so more people can listen. And as always, stay positive and keep grinding.